I'm Josh, and this is Red Decks Win, a podcast for the best color in Magic the Gathering. So, you're a red player. You probably like direct damage, right? You like burn spells? I know I do. Well, if you love them, maybe that's all you want to play, but maybe your playgroup's getting tired of you just casting spells with no creatures on the board. Maybe your opponent has, before the game started, played a ley line of sanctity, and you're like, what the heck, let's see what's happening instead of just scooping automatically. Maybe you're feeling left out when you get to the combat step. Well, if you have any of those problems, have I got a card type for you. Great Balls of Lightning. I don't know what the official name for these is, so I am saying they're called Ball Lightnings. Ball Lightnings are red creatures with haste, trample, big power, little toughness. You have to sacrifice them at the end of your turn. Most of the time, they're elementals, which makes sense, right? They burn big and bright for a sec, but it's short-lived. They're going to die soon. The trample on these things really helps them get damage across in case they wanted to chump block and prevent it, and then you're just out of a creature or a creature-type spell thing. Take out some small blockers, get a little damage in, maybe have it be that final piece of burn. Ball lightning creatures have an obvious flaw. They're less scary than spells because removal is uh, easier to use on them. They lack staying power because they're going to get sacrificed at the end of turn. It's not as good as a regular burn spell in most instances, but they're fun cards and I enjoy them. And I wanted to take a look at the noteworthy ones. Ball lightning type elemental cards are kind of on the fringes of play. They don't have a great competitive home, but I wanted to go over some of my favorites. If you've heard past episodes, you probably know I'm not the best analysis of, oh, this is a great competitive deck or all of that, but I do enjoy the cards themselves and I do enjoy red themselves. So if you're expecting me at the end of this to be like, actually, I've made this super great deck that you can make that'll change your life, I don't have that. So I don't want you to be disappointed at the end of this. Basically, it's a list of noteworthy cards that are red and that I refer to as ball lightnings. And we'll start with ball lightning, which is, yeah, why I'm calling them ball lightnings. If you didn't know already, this is the OG of ball lightnings. For the cost of red, 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 you get a elemental creature that is a 6-1. It has trample and haste. At the beginning of the instep, sacrifice ball lightning. Originally printed back in 1994 in the dark, if I'm looking at this correct, there have been 12 reprints of ball lightning over the years. Okay, from a purely damage perspective, ball lightning, it's doing as much as two lightning bolts. You have to pay one red extra mana for it than you would for two lightning bolts, but hey, it's all packaged in one card. But that's in the most ideal situation, and that's if you specifically want to go face on an empty board and assuming they don't have removal or something. Still though, if they have like a 2-2 blocker and you're able to get four damage in and kill that creature, there's definitely situations where that's great. That devotion to red and the casting cost is something I enjoy seeing. Three red mana in a row. You know what you're about when you cast Ball Lightning. I also prefer the newer print of the art for Ball Lightning than the classic that was actually uh, used the most. The classic art just looks like a bunch of lightning and there's some light balls in there. Not light bulbs, but light balls in the art as well. Hard to tell what's going on. Some explosions. In the newer art, it's kind of weird too. It looks almost like a Pokemon. You can see a little face with fangs and two big eyeballs, but the entire thing's still made out of red and white lightning, and it's coming at you. 
Maybe my liking of the new art just confirms that I like Pokemon art more than I should as a Magic the Gathering player. What happens when you staple more mechanics onto a Ball Lightning? You get something like Blistering Fire Cat. For one, red, 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 you get a 7-1. Trample, haste at end of turn, sacrifice, blistering, fire cat. Morph for red, red. The morph mechanic works like this. You may play this face down as a 2-2 creature for 3. Turn it face up anytime for its morph cost. It's cool to have an additional mechanic on such a simple design for a card that's going to get uh, sacrificed at end of turn once you turn it face up. The problem with Morph overall uh, that I've experienced is usually if there's a really good one, people are going to know what it is. Or even if it's not a good one, in a constructed format, you're less scared of it as an opponent than you would be in Limited. Since I don't think there's much Onslaught Limited happening, Blistering Firecat not looking so great. The Morph cost for this is also just one less than the mana cost, and I get you could... Pay three one turn and then two the next if you only have three mana. But still, if you have four mana, then I think you're almost always going to be wanting to play this face up every time. I guess you can't have it be a blocker then. Still, I think Ball Lightning's better just because it costs one less. And it's such an aggressive card that while this does have some added defense, you got to pay one more mana for it. And it's a whole thing. Spark Elemental, it's another classic of this Ball Lightning format. For a red, you get a creature elemental. It's a 3-1. At end of turn, sacrifice spark elemental. Mini ball lightning. Less mana for it, but also less damage. All makes sense. I think this is worse, though, because it's going to take up more card slots. And really, if you're not getting in, like, 4 damage or able to clear blockers and get some damage in, I think ball lightning becomes a decent amount worse. Spark Elemental, reprinted 10 years after Ball Lightning, back in 04. It's seen several reprints, and it saw some play in my Mono Red Burn Popper deck I used to have several years back. I was curious if it was still seeing play, which I think would be the best place for this, would maybe be Popper, since there's not a ton of great common creatures for Red. But then I looked at the current state of Popper, and yeah, it's not seeing play there, and uh, that common creature selection has improved. So unfortunately, not a great place for Spark Elemental, though it is simple and definitely red. Also, the art on this card confuses me. Like a decent amount of these elementals that die and like Ball Lightning, it's very kind of abstract. I'm looking for the creature's head or legs, and instead it just looks like a bunch of lightning around a city or around a building and there's weapons at the bottom i looked at this for a long while does anybody know what's going on in the spark elemental art let's do something completely different from spark elemental we've got hell spark elemental for one and a red you get a three one trample haste at the beginning of the end step sacrifice hell spark elemental but here's the upside is unearth one and a red for unearth how does that mechanic work well, when you pay one in a red, return this card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste, exile it at the beginning of the next end step, or if it would leave the battlefield, unearth only as a sorcery. It's funny when you unearth Hellspark Elemental because it gets double haste. What's the most you can give the same keyword to a magic card? Like Spark Elemental, I have a fondness for this card, or I, I at least played it. I guess I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I don't hate it either. In Mono Red Burn, I used to play Hellspark Elemental. 
It was a good budget replacement when I couldn't afford Goblin Guides or Eidolon of the Great Rebel. Eidolon's still somewhat expensive, but Goblin Guide's cheap enough that you might as well splurge, I think, and replace Hellspark Elemental with it. But uh, if you're in the market for Elementals or you like lightning effects, this is a cool card. I think it's the best kind of card to have on Earth, too, because you know it's going to die quick, and you know you're going to want to get it out of the graveyard. Same unearthed cost as its mana cost, so if you have nothing else going on in Burn, what I liked was, oh, well, I guess I can still unearth this. Of course, they'll see it coming, and if they have enough blockers or removal, it's a problem, but still, it's something to do, rather than twiddle your thumbs between top decks. Staying in Hell, we've got Hell's Thunder. For one red red, you get a 4-4, Flying, Haste, at the beginning of the end step, Sacrifice Hell's Thunder, and it also has Unearth. This time, though, it costs a little more. It's four under red for the unearth cost. This was a noteworthy one of the ball lightning type creatures I saw. It is an elemental. However, it has flying instead of trample. There's various scenarios where you'd rather have trample than flying. But overall, I would rather have flying on a creature. However, because of you rather having flying, this thing only gets four damage across instead of, you know, six or something for three mana. I'd rather this be a 5-1, I think, too. The 4 you get for defense for this seems pretty unnecessary when this is only going to be alive during your combat step, or during your turn, I mean. It does have a very metal name, though. Hell's Thunder. Lightning Serpent is next. For X and a red, you get a 2-1 Elemental Serpent. It has Trample and Haste. Lightning Serpent comes into play with X plus 1 plus 0 counters on it. At end of turn, sacrifice Lightning Serpent. Fireball-style version of Ball Lightning. I don't think I have a lot to say about this. It starts with a lower power initially, which makes sense from a design perspective, since you're able to use this as a mana sink and pump a bunch of mana into it. There's probably a place for Lightning Serpent in formats where you're able to have more mana on the board. Otherwise, though, I think Ball Lightning or Hellspark Thunder is better. That's enough elementals for now. How about Lafnu Hellion? It's a Hellion instead. For two and a red, you get a 4-4, Haste. When Lafnu Hellion enters the battlefield, you get two energy counters. At the beginning of your end step, sacrifice Lafnu Hellion unless you pay two energy. Energy counters, pretty parasitic mechanic you only saw in Kaladesh and Aether Revolt. I'm hoping it comes back, though, to use for something like Lafnu here. Lafnu Hellion, you don't have to sacrifice it at your end step. In fact, you're going to be able to get two combats out of it. Unless you have a way to get more energy counters, or have more energy counters for whatever reason. And because it sticks around for two turns, the four health makes more sense. You don't want it just getting blocked and dying to something little if it can stay around for two turns. Of course, the downside because it sticks around longer is they didn't give it trample. So that means they could chump block twice and you don't get any damage in as you would with some of these other ball lightnings. So it's not an elemental, it doesn't have trample, but you get it. It's the similar effect, overpowered creature with haste that you're going to have to sacrifice eventually. I thought it fit the mold. Two years ago in Modern Horizons, we got some love for ball lightnings, though it's not the best card, I'll say that up front. Force of Rage, one red red for an instant that reads, if it's not your turn, you may exile a red card from your hand rather than pay this spell's mana cost. Create two, three, one red elemental creature tokens with trample and haste. 
sacrifice those tokens at the beginning of your next upkeep. I guess I said this wasn't good, but that's comparative. I mean, this is Force of Rage is from the same cycle as Force of Negation, the blue card that sees a bunch of play and is expensive in modern. If I want a red card where I'm not paying the mana cost, I want it to do something for me on my turn or deal direct damage or something. The only use for this card if you're exiling a red card from your hand instead of paying the mana cost is chump blocking. I mean, Magic's a big game. There's other things you could do too. But most of the time, you're just going to be chump blocking with this. You could surprise them and do it after they declare attackers and then they got two blockers coming in. So it's a combat trick. But combat tricks as a rare in Modern Horizons, it doesn't have that spark of excitement you were hoping a card, or I was hoping a card like Force of Rage would have. Still though, there are scenarios where it'd be better than Ball Lightning at least. If they only have one blocker and you're coming in with two three ones, then even if that's a real big blocker, you're going to be able to get three damage in, obviously. Yeah, it's too bad you can't use this offensively. If you could exile a card on your own turn and then have two three ones for free, I mean, you have to get rid of a card, but if you have your mana spent and you're able to do this at a turn, maybe it has a place in burn, maybe it'd have some place, and I'd at least be excited for it and probably pick up a copy. Instead, it's 13 cents. I don't think anybody really wants it. Sad fate for Force of Rage. Now we got to do something a little bit nasty on Red Decks wins and look at some other colors. Don't worry, these still have red in the cost, but they're multicolored, and it's a way to get a similar effect. The most recent of these is Hungry for More from Midnight Hunt. For black and a red, you get a sorcery that says, create a 3-1 black and red vampire creature token with trample, lifelink, and haste, Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next instep. Flashback cost of one black and a red. I like Hungry for More. I haven't played a black red deck with it in it yet, but I really enjoy it. I think I'm going to draft it if I draft Midnight Hunt some more. So to put this in comparison with the other mana cost we've been dealing with, if you pay one black, you get that same 3-1 you got with Spark Elemental, but in this case, you get Lifelink, which makes sense with the vampire theme of Midnight Hunt and the card. Plus that flashback, like we talked about with the Unearth before, it's a very similar thing to Hellspark Elemental. It's well-costed, and I don't know, I don't think it sees much play, but it's a guilty pleasure card of mine, and it's something I want to try in Limited. Hungry for more. Maybe you're not Rakdos as much as you are Boros. Well, we have Spark Trooper. For one red, red, and white, you get a Elemental Soldier creature. It has Trample, Lifelink, and Haste. It is a 6-1, though. At the beginning of the instep, sacrifice Spark Trooper. So add another color of mana besides red, and you get Lifelink once again. Not terribly exciting one, but if you like Lifelink or you like the Boros theme, then you might like this. I like the art on this. It's real cool. It's more clear that it's lightning that's wearing armor than it was with some of the other cards where it's like, where's the face? Am I too stuck up when I want to be able to identify the creature on my creature cards in Magic the Gathering? All right, let's move on to Rakdos once again. Lightning Skelemental. Fantastic name. For black, red, red, you get a 6-1 with Trample and Haste. Well, so what's different about this? Well, whenever Lightning Skelemental deals combat damage to a player, that player discards two cards. At the beginning of the instep, in step, sacrifice Lightning Skelemental. 
It is an elemental skeleton. Not a surprise, considering it's called Skelemental. It's also from Modern Horizons, and this is a much better uh, style of ball lightning. Unfortunately, you can't play it in mono red. But being able to cause them to discard two cards with a creature that isn't super hard to get damage in, unless they have removal or something. I really like the flavor of it. Is it worth having the two different colors of mana? I think there's a place for it in EDH. I say that, by the way, when I don't know what I'm talking about, and I want a card to be good, and I'm not sure if it is. I didn't research synergy with these cards as much. I haven't come across anything that does anything crazy to synergize with them. Thunderkin Awakener works great with them, and was definitely specifically made for ball lightning cards. Thunderkin Awakener, one and a red, you get a creature that's an elemental shaman. It is a 1-2. It has haste. Whenever Thunderkin Awakener attacks, choose target elemental creature card in your graveyard with toughness less than Thunderkin Awakener's toughness. Return that creature to the battlefield tapped and attacking. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next instep. Like I said, this was made to grab ball lightning type cards. It's perfect for them. They're going to be in your graveyard pretty quickly after a turn. They have a big power to toughness ratio, which is what you want with Thunderkin Awakener, since even if they have two toughness, Thunderkin Awakener is not going to be able to grab them. And so, Thunderkin Awakener, there's some synergy for you. In Commander, I was curious how much Ball Lightning effects see play, because the problem with them is the direct damage they're dealing has less of an effect with higher life totals, and also you want permanence, you want stuff that's sticking around longer in EDH. Ball Lightning cards see play in the kind of places you'd expect in EDH if you're just trying to deal more damage or have something that increases your damage output or you have an elemental theme to the deck, it makes sense in those and might get pumped up by other elementals or if your deck's really combat focused, this might be a card for you. That does it for Ball Lightnings. Very red design on these. An outburst that is impulsive and can't be contained. Sadly, the flame soon dies out. However, when the coast is clear, that sudden surge of energy could be just enough to defeat your enemies. This has been Red Decks Win. Play mountains, climb mountains, conquer mountains. Mm -hmm.